Tournament Poker Edge Live. Hey everybody, welcome to Tournament Poker Edge Live, brought to you by TournamentPokerEdge.com. Killing Bird, back here with you. Uh, sorry for the slight delay in getting another episode out. We've been a little bit busy here. Uh, for the first few days, we actually had some computer problems, which prevented us from doing too much. And then, basically, since then, everybody's been going deep, and it's been really hard to get people together to do an episode, because everybody's playing until 2 in the morning. And uh, on that note, we'll bring in Casey Big Dog Pocket Fives Jarzebek. How you doing, sir? Hey, what up, guys? TPA Nation, TPE Nation. How's it going? So, Casey, you, uh, well, I guess we're what today's. I think our week, our first week in the house, or the the end of our first week in the house. You've already cashed uh, two tournaments, so you're off to a pretty good start, right? Yeah, last year I went uh, like go for twenty five. Didn't have a single cash, so now I'm like two for five, so or two for six. Uh, I'm not sure how many I played, but uh, yeah, off to a much better start. Um, making a lot of chips. Uh, been pretty unlucky in a lot of pots so far, but still managed to get two good cashes. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy. Nice. Yeah, and like I mentioned, we've, we've had a lot of people going deep. I think we have five cashes in the house now in the first week, so that's a, a solid start. Um, yeah, and everyone has one, so nobody's left out. You know? Yeah, and it just seems like everybody's playing really good, which I think is sort of um, contagious in the house. Like, I think people's confidence is really high. Would you agree? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, well, I mean Mark went real deep. Top 25 in a 1,000-player field right away. Danny final tabled right away. You had a cash right away. Uh, I got one under my belt. So, yeah, I, th- I think it is contagious. Uh, today we had a shitty day. All of us uh, busted pretty early in the uh, 1,100. But, uh, I mean, that's all part of variance. We can't go deep all the time. So Yeah. And um, it was interesting. When we had originally planned to do this podcast, we were going to try to get it in last night, but we weren't able to. I was going to talk about how soft the fields were at the Phoenician this summer. Today was a little different story. Uh, today seemed like a really tough field, but do you agree in general that the fields have been pretty soft this summer? You know, even the field today was probably fairly soft. Um, you and me had the same table draw, and we actually had a tougher table with uh, the Chronic 420 was at our table, and a couple other guys that I know are, um, are regs. So we had a tougher table, but in general, I still think the field was way softer than it, than it has been. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the fields have been pretty soft, especially at the Venetian at this point. Yeah, it seemed like last year, even in the 400s, uh, I guess there were 360s or whatever last year, um, even those seemed like, you know, you, you would get two or three people at your table who were, you know, de- competent to really, really good. And this year, boy, it just seems like the complete opposite. It just seems like every table is a shit show. Yeah, pretty much. But um, we'll see if that continues. You know, more and more people are getting into town now with the World Series starting. So maybe the fields will start to toughen up a little bit. But if uh, if they don't, you guys might want to hurry up and get out here and play some Venetians while you still can. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, so this is the first time you've been on TPE Live uh, this summer. So I guess a good, a good thing to talk about is just kind of uh, how things are going for you outside of poker. You know, we moved into the house, uh, Danny, uh, Mark, myself, and you. And uh, we've been spending some time in the pool and stuff like that. How are you enjoying it so far? Oh, I mean, I love it. The, uh, the house is great, uh, much bigger than last year. Uh, the hot tub and the pool's good. Uh, it's nice to come back from, you know, a long grind, sitting in those chairs for 12 or 14 hours, jump in the hot tub. The pool's 90 degrees now, so, I mean, it's real nice. And uh, the group of guys that are in this house right now, um, 
we seem to have a good camaraderie. We get along pretty good. There's some good ball breaking going on at all times. <laughs> I mean, that's always the case with me, but it's it's nice when you have a couple guys that, you know, have the same mentality as you and get along so good. Uh, yeah, so I have absolutely zero complaints with any of that. Cool. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the coming week or two. What do you got on the schedule coming up? Well, I mean, like, uh, I, I uh, approach these things a little different than some other players. Like, for example, um, Danny N15 is registered for the 1500 on Saturday. So that means he can't play tomorrow. Um, and I, I just go about it a different way. Like, I'll play this the 600 or $400 Venetian, whatever's tomorrow. And if I bag chips, I'll just miss the 1500 Like, I, I just don't plan on taking a day off if... if I'm not, I'm not going to take a day off to start a tournament the next day. I just want to keep grinding. So my schedule is going to be, you know, whatever tournaments I can fire off, I'm going to fire off. Yeah. So probably a Venetian tomorrow. We haven't even looked at the schedule, but I think it might be a 600, so you'll probably play that. Uh, definitely we'll play it. And if you don't bag, you will be playing the 1500 on Saturday? Absolutely. Cool, yeah. I think the whole, uh, all four of us will be playing that, so it should be a really fun I'm hoping game. not to. Like I said, I'm hoping to bag Venetian and, and not play it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good strategy. I guess for some people who... Um, some people want sold, the fame and glory, action. you know. Well, they want too. the WSOP, you know what I mean? I, I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, missing a 1500 and, and bagging chips and going into day two with 35 people left in a Venetia. Right. You know, I, I just want to do well and have a successful trip. And if I get a bracelet in a WSOP event, great. If I get a Venetian title, great. If I make money, I'm happy. So I'm just going to do what I think is most plus EV for me, and, and that's... Uh, that's playing every tournament I can, even if most of them are Venetians. Right. Cool. Um, before we wrap things up, uh, I guess we should maybe talk, go over one hand, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, you want to talk about the uh, the Jack's hand today in the 1K? Sure. You, we, it's a good hand to talk about because you were at my table, so um, you can have a little input, too. It's a really sticky spot, and there was a lot of metagame involved um, because of past history, but... Uh, basically, I opened under the gun. Uh, the big blind was only uh, 100 at the time. No, 150. 150, I think. Yeah, it was 150, and I made it 400. And uh, under the gun plus one. And uh, I believe the hijack and another guy called. And then uh, Jamie Rosen on the on the, in the big blind squeezed to I think what 1300 or something. Four. I think 13 or 14. Yeah, 13 or 1400. Not sure of exact stack sizes. Sorry, guys. Um, so 13 or 1400 and I black jacks and, uh, I flatted, um, one of the guys folded and then a third guy, uh, the last guy to act also flatted and the flop came, uh, nine, seven deuce, all clubs. So I had an overpair with a flush draw and it was like just a really sticky spot. Um, Jamie let out, I think for 22 or 2300. Yeah. Um, there's still a guy behind. I started this, the, um. The hand with about 13,500 chips, maybe. Um, so, really deep, but, uh, I mean, yeah. my big theory, my big my big problem in this hand was, what turn card, if I call here, am I going to shut down to? Like, if it's a three of diamonds, I still have an overpair with a flush draw. If it's a club, I have a flush. Uh, the only turn cards that, you know, might have killed my, like... Where I'm like, I don't want to have any more action is like a red ace or a red king or a red queen, you know, some sort of overpair that doesn't overcard that doesn't complete my flush. So I said to myself, because it's Jamie Rosen, we've played hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of hands together. 
over the years online. Uh, we're also friends. We know each other really well. Uh, some of the people he hangs with, um, I hang with. So, um, like, there's just a lot of history between us. So I said to myself, I said, I'm going to raise here, and if the other guy folds and Jamie jams, I'm going to call. This is what I said in my mind. So we made it 2,200 or 2,300, and I think I made it 51 or 52. Sounds right. And uh, the other guy folded, and of course, Jamie did jam. So it put me in a really weird spot, and even though I said I was going to call in my head, I literally said out loud at the table, I told myself I was going to call if I raised, <laughs> because I started having doubts. But the only hands that are really have me crushed here are ace-ace, king-king, queen-queen with the club. So he needs exactly one of those hands to have me crushed. Because if he has just a big club, obviously I have the best hand. And if he has just an overpair, I have the flush draw. Right. So, and because it's him, I just think there's so many hands in his range that, you know, I still have a lot of equity to. And maybe, you know, like, I, I don't know, it was, it was a really tough spot. I ended up calling, he ended up having ace-ace, both black. And I was drawing dead by the turn when the Queen of Clubs came off. Um, kind of mad at myself. But like I, I've talked to Danny and Mark and obviously yourself about it. Um, where we're like, maybe you could just flat the 2200. And that leaves me with approximately 9k or whatever. But the turn card is now the Queen of Clubs. And I don't know if I can just fold now. I have a flush. And even if it's not the Queen of Clubs, if it's the Two of Hearts or the Three of Diamonds or anything like that. I don't know if I can just fold there. So it's a, it was a really shitty spot, and uh, I'm still not sure about the hand, but uh, that's pretty much how it played out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I agreed with you the way you played it, I, but I think there are probably arguments for other options. Would you have played it any differently against somebody else? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, against like some random old man I don't know. I probably would have. Uh, I might even just fold it. But in my mind, I was like. The big thing to me is what cards am I shutting down with on the turn? Right. And there was just so few of them in the in the deck that I could think of that I, I'm i like, I just have to either go with this hand or fold right now. Right. And I decided that unless he had aces, kings, or queens with the club, my hand was probably flipping. And so I'm just going to raise, maybe I'll get a fold right here. And I raised and he jammed and he had me crushed and I was drawn dead by the turn. So. Yeah. And that was the first hand he played after sitting down like two hands earlier. Yeah, right. he he late regged like an hour into the tournament. No, it was a, after an hour because it was out on levels. Yeah. But it, he was waiting for his big blind. He got it. It was the very first hand. We were having friendly chat, you know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, we had some chat while he was waiting for his hands to come by. And then, boom, he snap stacks me on his first hand of the tournament. <laughs> Welcome to the table, sir. I actually lost with Jax three times in that level and a half before I finally went busto with them. I lost twice to his queen, so Jacks went out my friend today. No. Well, lots more tournaments to go, so nothing nothing wrong with busting one today. We'll just yeah, I'm not down now. at all. Like I I'm I'm happy with you know, I've been accumulating chips in most tournaments I played, today being the exception. Um I lost a ninety five K pot at one two with aces to Jacks all in pre. The guy spiked the Jack on a Queen Six uh Jack flop. So, I mean, I, I've been accumulating chips, for the most part, getting my chips in good. Um, seem to be taking a lot of pots where I know other people wouldn't be. I expect good things this summer. I really do. Cool. 
Well, hopefully we can all have good things happen, and uh, obviously good luck the rest of the way out, and we'll uh, we'll be sure to come back and get you on another podcast very soon. Peace, TPE Nation. Peace. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you guys next time on TPE Live. <laughs>